0: Ben, why should
1: anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've
0: interrupted while they're listening to their
1: favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to
0: our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground?
0: But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs>
1: and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on twitter at
0: BlockbusterCast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies
2: Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. What up, Mitch? Hey Mitch. 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 Hey Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch. Mitch. Hey Mitch. Hey Mitch.
3: Okay, on today's episode of Hey Mitch, we have Matt Roberts, part of the We Are Entertained podcast. Hey Mitch, hey, thanks. See what, see what I did there? I, I do. That, that was, is impressive. <laughs> so we are Entertained podcast. It's it's a it's a movie watching podcast. I don't know if you if you still
4: don't want to say review. I mean, it's a review podcast, but we don't uh, we don't advertise it like that just because <laughs> we're not really qualified to review movies i don't think but then again who is really it, this is true
3: i mean it, i you you put in the hours though I, I mean i know you're a big movie fan
4: so that's i would say that that qualifies you in some ways yeah i mean we like talking about movies we never assign like a you know this is gonna get three thumbs up at a four stars or whatever you know it's all arbitrary until you know because it's all different from site to site so four stars on one site could be great but on another it's going to be awful yeah that could be yeah four out of ten or
3: four out of a hundred who knows right (laughs) um so how long at this point have you been doing we are entertained
4: so uh chris and i were talking about this the other day Our first episode posted February of 2015. Mm. Richard and I actually recorded several episodes in 2014, like in the fall. Mm -hmm. But I I was never brave enough to pull the trigger and post (laughs) them. Uh, But it was nice because then I had a few cataloged episodes that if we ever missed a week, I could drop them in there. So. There's still one that I just refuse to put out. The first one we did, uh, which was A Most Wanted Man. And it has nothing to do with the movie. You know, we liked the movie, but, we, you know, it was our first podcast. (laughs) First of anything is not going to be great.
3: This is very true. Yeah, I I imagine there's a lot of lols and uh, just like. Blank spots and, and bad audio. So finally yeah, got yeah. got around to that. Oh, so do you feel like having those few handful of episodes that, um, that you didn't air, like helped you for when you finally did air with the first one?
4: I think so. Um, it, it definitely helped us get a lot more comfortable talking to each other about movies, even though he and I talked about movies basically every day <laughs> uh, that we saw each other. So yeah. Um, recording it was just the the technical part of it um, right but yeah i mean it's it's definitely a different thing talking on a microphone than it is just talking to your buddy so oh yeah you, you put, know that you put the <laughs> you put the microphone or you put a camera in front of
3: someone and all of a sudden they they don't know how to talk anymore right <laughs> right um well, did you have an iteration of this before we are entertaining
4: podcasts like did you did you ever tried podcasting before that sort of oh okay <laughs> um, Uh, back in 2012, well, back like a hundred years ago when podcasts first became a thing, I was a big (laughs) talk radio listener. Okay, and not like AM political talk, but like you know, FM and not shock jock, but But, you know, morning radio stuff. Yeah. Um, but there, so I lived in Florida and there was a radio station out of Orlando that was all talk, there was no music at all, which was unique in florida at least to me and this was i mean i started listening to that in 95 and i was like man these guys get paid to just sit around and talk to each other all day what a (laughs) what a great job and then podcasts came out you know in the early 2000s or whenever it happened and uh i was like man that'd be a fun thing to do too bad i have no idea how to do that or anybody that i know knows how to do it so uh, I talked to Chris about it because Chris and I have known each other since first grade. Um, and he's like, yeah, that'd be fun. We're like, yeah, we should do it. And then, of course, nev- nothing ever happened. <laughs> um, so then uh, I moved out here in 2012. And Chris was already out here. He'd been out here since the early 2000s. And we were talking about it. And, uh, you know, we're a little bit older. and We know a little bit more about technology. So we're like, well, let's do it. So... We decided to record one, just just a, like a conversational, no set topics or anything, just two buddies talking, and we called it Forgive Us Our Nonsense, uh, which is a really weird name, <laughs> and we recorded one episode. It was probably, before I edited it down, it was probably almost three hours long. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, and to me, like I, I listen to podcasts that are three hours long. So, I played it for Chris and a couple of our friends, and they're like, This is way too long. I was like, But <laughs> well, how do I cut any of this? It's all gold. We're going to be <laughs> rich and famous because of this. And uh, so I cut it down, still too long, cut it down. I finally got it down under, it was like an hour and 20 minutes, maybe something like that. And we're like, All right, now that we know kind of what we're shooting for, let's record another episode started recording another episode at Chris's house. He got a work call that he had to take. uh, And that was the last. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's not good. That (laughs) we'll put that on the, on the shelf and uh, maybe we'll revisit it at some point. And then uh, I, I went to film school and started in 2013 and met Richard and he and I started talking and I was like, Hey, ever think about doing a podcast you know i have (laughs) i mean that's what he told me about you and geekly and all that stuff and i was like well let's do one so that's how it came about there you go uh
3: so have you have you noticed big changes in your your podcast since starting it in 2015
4: um to now yeah just the way you do it one richard's not here that's true (laughs) uh I mean, he. I hope he knows that he is always welcome. But you know, his schedule is pretty hectic. And, yeah, you know, ours moves around all the time too. So I, I realize it's tough. But uh, you know, I think we've we've gotten a lot better at focusing on what we're talking about. I mean, I still get complaints from my friends, and I don't listen to them because I don't care. But they're like, <laughs> "Oh man, this episode's too long," and I will say. <laughs> The first episode we actually posted was a pre-Oscar, esp- uh, pre-Oscar episode, mm-hmm. which we do every year now, and it was almost three hours long, <laughs> and because <laughs> uh, we talked about we talk about every Best Picture nominee, right. so I mean you're going to talk about eight to ten movies. It's going to take a while. It's good. It so is. Uh, this year it was actually over four hours long. So <laughs> what I did is I just cut it up into each movie had its own uh show basically which you released uh
3: separately from the normal weekly podcast
4: right right i well we stopped doing the normal weekly podcast it was a nice nice way to take a break but still have content going out (laughs) um and you know (laughs) you get nine times the downloads from (laughs) one episode basically i mean that's a little uh maybe a little bit of cheating but I'm all right with it. Uh, you know what? It, I think it works. It, it it flies in the
3: podcast universe. So,
4: yeah, so I still count it as one episode though. So like I a while maybe 2-3 months ago I started doing intros and stuff and numbering the episodes and I think our last one was 203, so.
3: So it's when uh, when uh when you're you're doing the podcast itself being the tech minded person that you are, you mm-hmm. and Chris are, are, like, did was that a difficult part of of getting into into podcasting, having to, uh, you know, tackle that side?
4: It was because I wanted it to be perfect, mm-hmm. and uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and some of them are not perfect, <laughs> and it makes me crazy <laughs> when they're not. Um, but I get it. Like I'm, you know, I, I realized that's my own OCD self that has problems with that and nobody else really cares. Right. Um, but yeah, once it, you know, film school helped a lot because, you know, it helped me with my editing techniques and stuff like that, but also setting up proper audio and now we run backups too, in case the main recording fails we don't lose everything which has happened (laughs) more than once right uh it's uh i'm sure you know i well maybe you don't we've had episodes where we record for 45 minutes take a break to cool off you know it's in arizona so it's always hot and can't run the ac really when it's uh when you're recording if Mm -hmm. it's too loud so um come back to start again and that 45 minutes is just gone (laughs) and it's like well what do we do can we you know try to recreate that the magic that we created in those 45 minutes (laughs) never happened (laughs) no it doesn't and it's and i can't like we've tried to do it you know we try to do the same jokes and i just Laugh and laugh, and <laughs> I sound like a crazy person. And I finally just always say, "It's you know, <laughs> here's what happened." <laughs> <laughs> just, you just crack and be like, "Here's the truth." Right? Yeah. No.
3: Um. I, not so much like the taking a break, but like always, I, I I've had a, a bunch of times where I go to reopen up the project after I've finished recording, and it's like, oh, this has been corrupted and it's all gone. It's like, well, that's yeah. not good. <laughs> So that's always not fun. Um no. when uh uh oh what was i going to say? It was about the technical side. Well then. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh being being a film student, you know, what did that what did that bring to this type of podcast for you?
4: Um it helped me uh as a movie viewer okay. a lot. Uh i i mean i've always loved movies but being a film student now i kind of know why if that makes sense like you know you you look at shawshank redemption and you're like oh that's a really good movie why i don't know it's really good have you seen it (laughs) you know but now i can talk about the cinematography and the the color tone and you know things like that of the film and point to things and say this is why i like it and realize that, oh, you know, if I like this movie by this director, maybe I should look at other movies by that same director, and oh my gosh, I actually do like all the movies by these directors, you know, so. <laughs> so then, as as a film student,
3: as a filmmaker yourself, as a, a <laughs> film editor, you know, when you're watching a movie, what is it that you focus, is there one particular item that you focus on most when you're watching a movie? Is it, the, is it the cinematography? Is it is it the choice of the director? Is it writing? Is it characters?
4: Um, I try, I try not to focus on things. A lot of, for me, if something draws my focus, it's probably not a good thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't want to notice that I'm watching a movie. I want to just be fully engrossed in it. But as far as the types of movies that I, uh, am drawn to, I'm really story based in my film love. <laughs> uh, I like uh like the Duplass brothers and Joe Swanberg and I hate the term mumblecore but that's kind of the subgenre of filmmaking that they do where it doesn't matter what it looks like you know it it, it could be just any room anywhere on earth but the dialogue is good the acting is good and the story is good and solid and what really draws me out of a movie is when they break their own rules or they don't follow their own reality. Right. Uh Fast and Furious is a good example. <laughs> for me, I love the rock mm-hmm. and I'm glad that he was added to the Fast and Furious cuz it at least makes them somewhat watchable, but I just can't get past the fact that the very first movie they were stealing tv vcr combos (laughs) and in the last you know not hobbs and shaw but the other one they stole a nuclear submarine they sure (laughs) did what (laughs) and you know the rocks falling out of a five-story building onto a car and he just breaks an arm (laughs) that heals miraculously fast you know i like if you want them to be superheroes start them out as superheroes right and i would totally buy into it and think it's the greatest movie (laughs) franchise of all time but if you're trying to get me to believe that this is reality, then you should also believe that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I,
3: I yeah, listening to your uh, Hobson Shaw episode a few weeks back, uh, i was i wasn't I wasn't disappointed because I can understand why anybody wouldn't enjoy that movie because it's so ridiculous and over the top. But that's exactly what I loved about it. Like <laughs>
4: I loved yeah, and it. and I, I mean, I get that. I just can't name it something else you know what i mean don't tell <laughs> yes. me it's in the fast and furious universe because it's just not so i
3: mean i know you didn't like the movie but uh i i have to ask you a question because i don't i haven't really talked to anybody else that has seen the movie but um okay who do you think is uh the voice of or the leader of etienne or is that what that company was called that idris Elba
4: was working for because i have a theory and i haven't heard anybody else say it yet. um Man, I haven't even really thought about it. Uh, I want to say Ed Norton, but only because I recently saw Alita Battling. (laughs) Yes, that would have been perfect. I I think he should be the evil villain behind everything, but... uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I mean who do you think it is? So
3: the, the movie like Michael Douglas? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the thing was that, you know, obviously the the movie keeps saying how the leader of the that organization has a connection to Hobbes, to the Rocks character, over okay. and over. And you know, you, you the whole movie you kind of spend a lot of time with the Rocks family. So a hmm. lot of people keep throwing out that it's 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 his father. I think it's going to be the mother of his daughter because you don't ever talk about that. They're, they don't ever talk oh. about her. They don't say if she's dead. They just say that she's gone, you know, and even yeah. the little girl's uh, family tree just says question mark, you know, kind of thing.
4: Wow. Yeah, I didn't dive that deep into it.
3: No, I. Yeah, I just so I'm say everybody kind of <laughs> is just out there. That's with interesting. Stuff. <laughs> I could see that
4: happening, though. I mean. Crazier things have happened in that franchise. Oh, definitely
3: crazier things in that franchise. So, all right, I just wanted to get that out there. But um, no, nah, no worries. Uh, when when I, I you know what I was I knew what I was going to say earlier was too is that um, you know you have people like uh, the, uh, Kevin Smith out there who's been doing podcasting forever and they he he tells people all you need to have is your iPhone and you can do a podcast and that's when you get into the bad audio that you were talking about. earlier.
4: Yeah. I mean he's not wrong. He's not wrong. You, you can do it like that. Should you do it like that? <laughs> no, I mean, you shouldn't. Can, can you and should you are two different questions.
3: <laughs> so um, what kind of equipment have you gone through so far? Like getting a little bit of inside baseball with podcasting.
4: Yeah, no no worries. Um, so we started out uh, recording on a Zoom H4N, which is, you know, it might as well be standard podcasting issue. <laughs> yeah. Like when you sign up for Libsyn, they should just send you a coupon code or something. Um, and then we needed more mics because uh, there's been times where we've had more than just Richard and I at the beginning. And then eventually it was all three, Chris, Richard and I. And so we started using a Tascam DR680, which is a weird thing to use for podcasting because it's a field mixer for film. Oh, but we had access to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it was handy for us. Um, right now we're on a Tascam, uh, oh man, I don't even know what the model number is. US four by four. So it's, uh, four XLR inputs and it does four outputs to my computer. So it's a mixer. It's not an actual recorder. Okay. So I, we record on my computer in GarageBand, but then we have another line out of the mixer into the zoom. And record it back up on the Zoom Ooh, good simultaneously. Idea. <laughs> so, um, for example, our uh, other side of the wind episode that our buddy Adam came on, uh, GarageBand just kept crapping out on me for some reason. I think I was asking too much of it oh, okay. <laughs> to record three tracks at once. Um, I, I fixed that though. It was I had an older version of GarageBand that I just didn't want to update because I'm cantankerous and ornery. <laughs> uh, so. The Zoom really saved us on that. The audio quality was not as good because I only had one, like a mix of our three voices going into one track. Right. So when I edit, and I'm sure everybody's turned off by now, when I edit, (laughs) I have three, you know, however many mics I've got, that's how many tracks I have. So if I need to adjust one of the tracks, it's a lot easier. But if I have all three mics on one track and one of them's too low, well... I'm just screwed. This is true. So, um, I tried another mixer, like a Yamaha something or other, and I couldn't get multiple tracks into my computer, and it was annoying to me. So I, uh, we went with the Task Cam. Mm.
3: So when you're in in listening to the podcast, you know you often Mm -hmm. make the joke about whether or not you're gonna edit things out or you know go yep. back and edit. Uh, I mean what do you use for is it
4: is that all editing is done through GarageBand? No. So I because I'm a film editor, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I used to edit in Avid Media Composer, which okay. is a video editing software that's very niche to film editors. Like it's it's not like a, you know, a lot of people might know Final Cut X mm-hmm. or Final Cut Pro or whatever. Um, it mm-hmm. is way more complicated than that (laughs) so i was just making things harder on myself uh then i started using premiere for editing my video stuff because i was doing a lot of weddings and it's just a lot easier to do that in premiere uh so i started editing the podcast in premiere if i need to do any sort of major adjustment to the audio or whatever i'll take it into adobe audition and do it in there then uh put it back into premiere into the timeline and go from there. So it just makes it easier because we, I always add the trailer in and that always has a video component, ah. even though our show doesn't have a video component, right? It's just easier to get the video into premiere than it is into audition.
3: That so. makes sense. So, uh, and, and I know that you've, uh, you've now ad- added uh, Patreon to your, podcasting world we did yeah how is uh how is throwing in that kind of behind the scenes i mean that's what you offer up for your patreon right it's more behind the scenes and and extra yeah. content right
4: yeah so we we started the patreon i don't know uh, two years ago maybe a year ago and for the longest time it was just our buddy adam and my brother that were uh supporters <laughs> um which was very nice and i told them they didn't have to do it but they were nice enough to do it. Um, uh, so a few months ago, I decided to do a big push for Patreon because I mean, it's I love doing this, but it costs money to do this. You mm-hmm. know, you know. Yep. It's Libsyn has a monthly fee and then I you have to see a movie every week and you gotta get popcorn and soda and everything at the theater. So it adds up. Um, so it, we did a big push for it. And we offer all behind this, not all behind the scenes content, because some of it is just, you know, us coughing or burping and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, sometimes for fun, I'll throw that in. But, um, so, yeah, that's that. anybody that donates to Patreon gets that stuff. And like when Game of Thrones was on, we didn't really talk about it much on the show, but we did uh, a bunch of, behind you know, patreon content for the game of thrones final season and then i did it an episode with my wife that was solely on patreon with her talking about aladdin and this this past week we had a crazy uh i started hearing voices in my headphones and we couldn't figure out what was going on and so once we figured it out we recorded you know talking about what that was, it was <laughs> one of our uh, i had an xlr cable connected to a port that we weren't actually using and it was coiled up in such a way that it turned into a radio antenna wow and we were picking up a radio station <laughs> um and you i mean it didn't come through to the show or anything but we could hear it in our headphones and it was freaking us out that's incredible So, stuff like that we'll put on and then we have higher tiers where it's five dollars a month you can once a month we'll take a suggestion from patreon of what to watch and talk about um and then ten dollars a month uh what is ten dollars a month i don't even remember (laughs) It's, it's something um i think it's they can be on the show oh guest spot on the show yeah, I think that's what it is. I have no idea. I should probably know that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I would guess that means that no one's done that $10 peri- tier yet. Yeah. So as soon as yeah, that we happens, haven't, you we can... haven't quite gotten there yet. <laughs>
4: um, but we did. I mean, we do have, uh, I think, 10 patrons now. So, that's awesome. Uh, it was a great feeling getting that. I can't believe that people want to listen to me <laughs> i couldn't believe when you said hey can i interview you i was like why in the world would anybody want to talk to me <laughs> because i don't want to talk to me <laughs> this great content right here that's why
3: no this is this is great i love i love talking to other podcasters to see how their experience goes um obviously i think it it seems like it's been different for just about everybody even though we all kind of make the same product
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, for through the uh, a podcast itself, like peripherally, what kind of experiences have you had that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise,
4: if there are any? Uh, um, so because of uh, the podcast, I was able to get into to get a media badge for NAB, for example, which is the National Association of Broadcasters, which is a yearly convention in Vegas, and it's all like film and TV. Equipment and stuff like that, and I had been to that before because you can get free tickets to that just to go and walk around the show floor. But Mm -hmm. with the media badge, I could get into every like breakout session and you know, keynote talk and everything like that. So, being able to do that, and I met some you know, Oscar award winning film editors and cinematographers, and um, I met Chris Hardwick who is one of the reasons I'm a podcaster, uh, which was awesome. Nice. And, uh, uh, you know, things like that. Um, just just the conversation starter of, you have a podcast? What does it tell me about it? <laughs> and I always start with, don't listen to it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this is what we talk about. <laughs> exactly. That first, the first time, and maybe, I don't know if this happened to you, Uh, Probably not because I'm a weird person, but the first time I got like a response or interaction from somebody listening to the show that has no connection to me or Chris or Richard, I was like, whoa, that's weird that there's a stranger listening to me once a week, you know, like it just blows my mind. no no that's yeah the exact
3: same thing happened to me i mean the first time you look at libsyn and it says there's someone outside of the city that you're living in that's listening to it and that you know right you know on that oh. little demographic that that
4: helped too i always like to say we're huge in papua new guinea <laughs> we had one episode it was for the movie the intern with anna hathaway and robert de niro yep that there was some small little section in Italy that downloaded it hundreds of times, <laughs> and wow. I was like, "What? They must love Robert De Niro because they cannot love this movie because I don't <laughs> even think they've seen this movie." But like
3: it was so weird. You no, know, you you put you put De Niro in the show notes, and all of a sudden it just gets all the hits, <laughs> right? Uh, what do you think? What do you do with with that? Because I really don't put enough in my show notes. What do you do
4: for your show notes? Oh, man. I used to. So at the beginning, I went crazy and like did. Well, not crazy, but I did pretty lengthy show notes and linked as many things as I possibly could in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And then I started putting things in like, if you're reading this and you email me, I'll send you a free (laughs) T-shirt and nobody would respond to it. (laughs) <laughs> and so I just stopped doing show notes for a while <laughs> and nobody seemed to care. <laughs> um, and that, and I, I realized it. it's not about reading it. It's about the SEO and people finding the show because of the show notes. Right. So now it's a pretty standard. We do a news segment at the beginning. So I link all of the news articles that we talk about. Then I link any the imdb page of anything that chris and i talk about plus the movie we talk about and then i put in links for all of our social and patreon stuff
3: nice okay so what uh when you're when you're watching things now do you Mm -hmm. do you still think about what it is you're gonna say in the podcast or do you just watch it all and then
4: come up with it um mostly i watch it all and then come up with it uh it's I I try very hard to go into every movie movie with an open mind. Um because I think as a movie enthusiast or somebody that just likes watching movies, I think you're doing yourself a disservice prejudging a movie before you see it. I I know a lot of people and this is very film school typical is everyone is very like uh this you know this director doesn't know how to blah 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 and they're <laughs> not as good as quentin tarantino <laughs> and i'm like you know just see the movie like aren't you a fan of movies don't you want to like a movie yeah just watch a movie and if you don't like it then you can say you don't like it but don't say you don't like it without seeing it and that's hard sometimes when you cause i watch all the trailers and stuff cuz i just can't not watch a trailer and there are some trailers that I'm like, this is going to be <laughs> such a bad movie. <laughs> but I also like watching bad movies. Yeah. I think, um, as a especially as a filmmaker, watching bad movies is really useful. Because you go, oh, I should make sure never to do that in any movie that I make. <laughs> and... You know, I'm not saying only watch bad movies, but like if you see a bad movie, don't get upset about it. Like put a positive spin on it.
3: And, and when you're so the, the beginning part of the, of your podcast, uh, Mm -hmm. the, the what has been entertaining you, um, when you are watching something for that week, or playing a video game, or whatever, do you think that this is the, the what I'm going to talk about for my what's been entertaining me, or is it just more right before the podcast starts?
4: You think about you think back for the week. It's the day of. Okay. I'll think back what I did that week, and so I, this is I wanted to talk to you about this because I'm trying the 365 movie challenge. Yep. Uh, I tried is, last year. Yeah. And I I I gave up tracking it like halfway through the year because i was way behind and so i probably ended at like 180 200 movies last year uh which is i mean people listening to this think i'm an insane person for thinking that's not a lot of movies (laughs) and i realize that that's a lot of movies but when you challenge yourself to do the 365 uh, one a day or average one a day right uh because i i just can't watch a movie a day no one has that Um, time it's i'm behind now i think i'm at 226 okay so i'm like what 10 behind or something a little less than 10 uh it stresses me out but (laughs) (laughs) i i've watched so many movies That like when new stuff, quote unquote, new stuff pops up on Netflix or Amazon or whatever, I'm like, well, I've already seen that. I've already seen that. I've already seen that. (laughs) I've seen that. And for me, I mean, you know, all of my rules are self imposed. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a movie I have not seen, right? Because if I included movies I've seen, I've probably I'm probably over two fifty by now for the year. That makes sense because. A lot of times I'll see a movie and then I'll be like, oh, my wife would like this movie. So we'll watch it again together. Mm -hmm. Um, Or sometimes you turn on Amazon and Bloodsport pops up and you're like, well, I can't not watch Bloodsport. (laughs) Or Rosencrantz and Guildenstern pops up and you're like, well, I have to watch Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. I haven't watched it on Amazon Prime yet. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I own it on DVD and VHS, but (laughs) I haven't watched it in a few months, so. Uh,
3: I know I, I know exactly what you mean like uh, yeah the rules are completely imposed on yourself because I, I don't particularly have the never seen it but maybe I try and do something I haven't seen in a long time but yeah I, but I also like every once in a while p- posting that one that you know is an old one that that everybody's seen so that it kind of gets that conversation going on my social media yeah um, but then I also don't I try not to do anything that's lower than Sixty minutes long,
4: kind of thing. So yeah, well, see. I I'm the opposite. I, if it if it's called a short film, I'm <laughs> counting it as a film. <laughs> no, and I I completely well, understand that. Like H, HBO, if it if they listed under a movie, if they count it as a movie, I don't care if it's seven minutes long. I'm counting it as a movie. And you know what? I remember you talking about that on on your
3: on your uh, episode of your podcast, and I was like, you know what? That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I knocked out like fifteen movies in a weekend. It was great. <laughs>
4: You know, um, also go to the film fest helped with that because <laughs> I was like, oh, there's 20 short films in this film
3: fest. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, uh, when was the, what was the last film festival you went to?
4: It was the, uh, Scott'sdale community college one back okay. in May. Yeah.
3: And do you think, do you, when you go to uh, an event like that, do you think about, you know, networking for the podcast at all? Or do you like seeing if people were yeah. going to come on? Not
4: for that. Nope. I mean, I, I already knew everybody there.
3: Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs>
4: it's because I worked there at the time, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I am horrible at that. I I don't like talking to people <laughs> at all, uh, which is why Chris is great because um, he is friends with everybody, whether they like it or not. <laughs> um, so, like when we go to NAB. Uh, The first time we went with our media passes, I was like, I kind of want to talk to that guy over there. And he's like, all right, let's go talk to him. And (laughs) he dragged me over there and he would start the conversation and then I would feel comfortable enough to do it. And um, it was like when I met Chris Hardwick, Chris, my my uh, co-host, Chris, was not there and it was just me. And I was like, this is really hard for me to do. (laughs) Uh, And. It wasn't like uh, an actual meet and greet. It was a I stood outside of a door that I knew he was going to be coming out of kind of thing and like ambushed him (laughs) and tried to take a selfie. But I'm really bad at taking selfies. So, yeah, uh, he's in it, but I'm hardly in it. (laughs) But it worked. I mean, obviously, you took the picture, so it's it's good enough, right? Yeah. I mean, I that was a that, that was an interesting day for me because I not only met Chris Hardwick who was one of my podcasting heroes I talked on the phone with another one of my podcasting heroes I listened to a show out of Orlando called The Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan and it I don't know if anybody in the world would like it but it's a pretty popular show mm-hmm. um, I mean they are full time podcasters so they're making a living of it uh, but it's, it's just conversational they don't have like segments or anything like that. I mean, they do, but it's, it's a lot like talk radio. I used to listen to them when they were on talk radio Ah. and then they followed them into the podcasting world and they've been doing it for 10 years. Um, So I randomly sent them an email saying, Hey man, I'm a podcaster, been a fan for a long time. Uh, Do you have any advice on podcasting or whatever, but you know, just general. And one of the hosts Emailed me back. He said, It's a lot easier to talk about this than it is to write about it. Uh, can I just call you? Yeah. And I was like, um, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we had like a 30 or 45 minute conversation about podcasting, and he was giving me some advice. And I mean, it was invaluable. I was sitting, I, I had to find like a quiet space. I was at NAB when it happened. So, wow. you know, there's a hundred thousand people in this convention center. So I'm outside, like sitting behind the building in the las vegas heat uh, <laughs> talking to one of my uh, podcast heroes and i was like this is an insane day for me <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay so then what what podcast do you listen to other than the mediocre time podcast
4: Uh, I listened to Geek Elite Media. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I had to say that. It was an Um, obligation. I'm glad that we got that out of the way. (laughs) You'll um, get paid in a second. (laughs) Uh, I listen to the Slash Film Cast sometimes. Okay. I listen to that one too. Uh, I listen to ID10T, the Chris Hardwick podcast. Mm -hmm. I listen to Conan O'Brien's new podcast. Um, what else do I listen to? The Good Place podcast. Ooh, which I is, didn't know there was one. Uh, oh, it's great. Do you watch The Good Place? I do. I love that show. Oh, you gotta check out this podcast. It's hosted by Mark Evan Jackson, okay, who plays Sean in The Good Place, mm-hmm. and um, they every week they talk they talk about an episode, you know, in order, so you can go back and start season one episode one <laughs> uh, if you want, but. Uh, they always have guests on of the cast and the crew so you get a little behind the scenes crew stuff a little behind the scenes acting stuff it's kind of cool nice um i listen to the west wing weekly which <laughs> is a similar thing uh but it's about the west wing uh-huh now do um, they do
3: they just go through the season and the, or the, the all the seasons all the episodes and then
4: uh start over again or do well they, they haven't reached the end yet okay they started a couple years ago and that that's what they're doing you know they're going every week is a new is the next episode um and they're on season 7 right now they're about a third of the way through season 7 so i don't know what they're going to do when they get to the end of it i hope it doesn't end cuz i love it cuz i love the west wing <laughs> but
3: yes anybody that listens to your show knows that you're a big aaron sorkin fan but more importantly a
4: west wing fan yeah i may have mentioned that once or twice <laughs> once or twice <laughs> per episode um
3: uh oh man i, I every time I, I i had it and i missed it um so then aaron sorkin west wing why, why is it that the west wing just talked to you what what was it about it that that makes you love that show so
4: much his his ability to write dialogue is amazing like nobody talks the way aaron sorkin writes but everybody wants to talk the way aaron sorkin writes (laughs) this is true you know what i mean like it's very smart with a touch of arrogance (laughs) um everybody like every main character is always the smartest person in the room like it's just the ideal of that um, and it, I mean the acting is phenomenal you can't go wrong with Martin Sheen and Allison Janney Richard Schiff Rob Lowe like it's just <laughs> great um, and the I, I didn't start watching it when it first came on back in 99 because I was you know I don't think anybody that was 24 years old at the time started watching it when it was on you know like that was not on anyone's (laughs) radar at that time um but i picked it up a few years later in syndication and i was like wait a second what is this show (laughs) and i i've watched the pilot and it's one of the greatest pilots ever because i for me one of the flaws with television is the pilot because what happens with the pilot often is you spend the whole time saying all right, here's this character, and his name is this, and this is what they do, and this is where their story is going to go. Okay, let's go to the next character. (laughs) This character is this, and this, and it's just so boring. But I don't know how Aaron Sorkin did it. He just, the pilot does not feel like the first episode. It just feels like an episode. And he doesn't, he just assumes you're going to figure it out. And you do, because he's a great writer. Mm -hmm. And he all of that stuff is in there, the introduction of the characters, like you learn all their names and everything, but <laughs> he doesn't do it beating you over the head with it,
3: right? So. And 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 I'm, I would say I'm the same way with the newsroom. I will go and rewatch that show oh, at least yeah. once a year. Um, I, I, it's not nearly as many episodes as, as the West Wing is, but uh, I'll do the same thing with the, with the newsroom because I just love the way that he portrays those characters and then the events that they're
4: covering. It's honestly, it's basically the same show.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I always Uh, think about that in Sports Night. I'm like, Newsroom and Sports Night, exact same show. (laughs) Dude, he
4: he was writing the last season of Sports Night the same time he was writing the first season of The West Wing. Mm -hmm. And they were on at the same time. (laughs) And I was like, that's why he was addicted to cocaine. (laughs) Allegedly.
3: (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Uh, So podcasting um i i don't know if you saw that article was i don't remember i think it was forbes was it that said about the celebrities coming in and and doing podcasting is is now making it a is popular a a popular thing and then like a bunch of podcasters on you know on twitter got upset by it and stuff like that how Mm -hmm. did you feel about that
4: um i i mean i think it's just an example of old media realizing what where the future is. Mm-hmm. Like um uh the mediocre time podcast that I listened to, they used to work for Clear Channel, which then became iHeart Media. Mm-hmm. And they got in trouble for doing a podcast. And they're like, why would you even want to do a podcast? You're on the radio. <laughs> and then now iHeart is they bought one of the big podcast uh companies, podcast one or I think Maybe it, not podcast one, but one of them. Yeah. So now iHeart is the biggest podcasting company in the world. And they started the Ron Burgundy podcast, which is not good. <laughs> I, I love I love Ron Burgundy. I love Will Ferrell. I tried to listen to that. I was like, what <laughs> is happening? Who told them this was a good idea? so
3: i mean i feel like people just they just wanted to be in the ron burgundy business and they're like okay sure let's do this yeah it's, i mean
4: i loved anchorman but
3: <laughs> you should have stopped back then. <laughs> uh yeah i mean I'm just, i i really feel like it's it's people it's just bringing more spotlight to the whole thing so that mm. if you're if they're already there looking for the conan o'brien podcast they might see hey this one is uh we are entertained. It's in, it, it it it's something similar, you know, talking about I, whatever. I,
4: I feel like we're probably not one of the suggested. You don't know. You don't know that. Go check. Go check iTunes right now. There <laughs> might be a. You might need to click a couple of times to get to us. <laughs> we can I appreciate dream. your optimism.
3: <laughs> um. Okay. So then, what? I mean, you're you're also a big TV fan. You know, what mm-hmm. shows is it that, that you love? What What is it that you like to geek out about? What
4: kind of shows usually draw you in?
3: Other than the uh, West Wing. For TV, it's
4: all different things. Uh, we're talking about The Good Place. I love that show. Um, I, I mean, this is as far as network television, which is not very much anymore. But uh, Superstore, my wife and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just started watching nine one one. I love that show. It's terrible, but I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said it was terrible because I was gonna stop talking if you didn't say that. It is the funniest show on TV right now. Yes, and it's not supposed to be. No, it's I, not like my my wife is just like, why are we still watching this? I'm like, because it's amazing, <laughs> I like we're. I think we're almost done with the first season. Uh And my favorite thing to do is as soon as I see like a new scene start, I'll hit pause and I'll go, all right, see the rebar on top of that (laughs) truck. That's going to go flying through a windshield and impale somebody. She's like, no, what are you talking about? (laughs) Hit play like 50 seconds later, the guy's got a piece of rebar through his head and he lives and he's still (laughs) on the show and he's got like a one inch scar on his forehead. Yep. Yeah. That was ridiculous. "What? (laughs) What is happening?
3: uh yeah oh. no that that show i i i can't wait to the moment when there it's going to be something like a alligator was being transported via helicopter and then ends up taking out a skyscraper or something like it's right the way that show goes and i'm all in i'm, I'm just man if the rock was doing television he would be in the show <laughs> yes this is true maybe he'll be in the movie remake of it
4: <laughs> right um Streaming stuff, I watched, uh, I recently finished Hunters* on Netflix, mm-hmm. the serial killer show, which was really good. Um, man, I don't even know. It's, it's hard because the, like for the movie challenge, I try, if I'm going to sit down and watch TV, I'm like, I should probably watch a movie. <laughs> and so I'll scroll through Netflix and then Amazon for 45 minutes and then watch the west wing (laughs) (laughs) yeah they know i
3: it's i feel the same way like every time i'm sitting down i want to go watch a tv series because i hear so much you know everybody's talking about whatever new streaming tv series there's out there i'm like oh i need to watch that and then i'm like oh but i need to watch my movie and then that's two hours and i'm like Okay, I gotta go do other stuff now. I can't just be sitting right. here. <laughs> uh, um, and then when I'm it, editing or I'm doing something at the computer, I don't want to watch something that I need to pay attention to, so I throw on house that's, that's just on in the background on Amazon. So <laughs> Ah.
4: A so house is your West
3: Wing. Yes, exactly.
4: Because <laughs> to be clear, when I turn on the West Wing, I'm not sitting there with a bowl of popcorn right. enthralled in it. I'm like doing stuff on my phone or on my computer or doing dishes or something like that it's just so i can hear the dialogue yeah
3: and then you'll you you catch that piece of dialogue that you really love and you're like okay there's the scene
4: and then you go back to doing what you're doing (laughs) i mean often i'm doing the dialogue along with them nice (laughs) (laughs) my wife really loves
3: (laughs) Uh, do you have you found yourself gravitating towards any one particular streaming uh platform
4: than than others you know uh, not really i don't use amazon that much okay i just i don't don't know why i i pay for it i mean i don't pay (laughs) specifically for the streaming part of it i have amazon prime anyway so sometimes i forget that it's even an option and i (laughs) was like oh maybe i should go check amazon but i like i watched the boys Uh uh-huh which i liked um i watched patriot which i was kind of meh on see um, that's
3: funny because uh one of the podcasts i I listened to, well, not anymore because he he's done, but it was Kevin Pollack's podcast. and oh yeah? towards the end of that, every episode he would be praising Patriot. He's like, this is the Cohen brothers doing politics and stuff like that. It's the best thing out there that you're not watching and I still haven't gotten given it a chance yet.
4: It's uh my brother loved it, Chris loved it, our friend Adam loved it, and I feel like I betrayed them because <laughs> I didn't love it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we don't all have to like the same things. It's okay. You know, diversity is good. <laughs> you know, as much as
3: uh, I listen to your podcast and, and you know, sometimes you mention my name, but you mentioned Adam's name just about every episode. I I feel like I kind of know him, too, at this point. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, he's probably our most frequent guest <laughs> at being on, what, four shows, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, so
3: when... uh when I'm doing my movie challenge, I have found a lot of movies on Amazon. Like it just because I tend to like a lot of sci-fi genre stuff. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, it just knows me and it's suggesting it over and over, but like the su- recommended movies is like a whole bunch of sci-fi genre stuff. And I just keep watching those and I'm like, wow, this is actually interesting. Like it, it might not be done well, but it's still interesting.
4: Yeah. I, I, So, I have an older Apple TV. I have the Generation 3. Mm. And so, it's not the most updated Amazon app. So, it's not the easiest to navigate. Ah. And when I'm going, like, looking through the movies, it feels like 95% of them are movies I've already seen. Right. And I'm like, okay. I mean... I know there are new movies on Amazon. Like, I know you add stuff all the time. Where is that? Why can't I find it? Stop telling me that this is a newly added movie. It's been there for six months. Uh, It's kind of frustrating. You got to watch. Have you watched uh, Guardians? you Um, know what i heard you talking
3: about the other day and i remember when that was like the trailer was going big around everywhere on social media Mm -hmm. but i have not watched it yet so
4: oh man i'll have to give it a try (laughs) i watched that on amazon
3: (laughs) i remember i I remember you talking about it too and i was like oh i should i should look for that on amazon so i can watch it it's Uh, so fantastic (laughs) it sounded great so i'm happy to to do that um what has been like a, a big surprise for you doing the podcast like movie wise like you're like you really didn't think that you would enjoy it or uh, someone else either Richard or Chris recommended it as the, what something they w- it were entertained by that week that you enjoyed
4: huh um, I don't know that's an interesting question I would say I didn't think I would ever like watching anybody play a video game online oh. And then when Richard started doing Twitch, I was like, all right, well, maybe I can watch him since it's somebody I know. Uh-huh. Uh, and, if, you know, of course I did. Uh-huh. Um, I don't watch every week because, I, I mean, he streams for like 100 hours in a row. It's <laughs> true. When he streams, I'm like, Jesus, I thought I was bad with movies. You <laughs> play a lot of video games, buddy. Uh, I mean, not really. I play that many video games, too. I just don't tell people about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I've, you know, so I'll watch him and I've watched other people, uh, people that I don't know. uh, And I'm like, okay, I I can get behind this. I this is just like when I used to sit around with my buddy and we'd eat Funyuns and drink Mountain Dew and play video games, just pass the controller back and forth. It's just not my turn yet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're better than me. I have not had a chance to go on twitch and watch anybody i just i I can't do it i I haven't gotten past that that block yet of why would i want to sit here and watch someone else play a video game uh i know that there's a lot of other content on twitch at this point and we have tried doing like tabletop gaming or you know poker games and stuff like that uh that Mm -hmm. we stream but have you thought about doing the podcast on twitch you know kind of we we have talked about it but i just really haven't I really haven't seen like the don't know if people would want to watch it. Like we don't have enough visually stimulating stuff. Right. To not to to justify it. I would think
4: one of the, the mediocre time show that I watch or mm-hmm. listen to rather, they stream on Twitch now and they're huge. I mean, they have 5,000 plus followers on there. Um, and I'm like, I don't watch them on Twitch and I'm, I mean, I've been listening to the one of the guys since 1995. <laughs> you would think I would be like their target, but I'm like, I don't. I'm gonna listen to the show when you post it. Why would I want to watch it live when it's happening? I don't. It's. I don't get it. Uh, and the reason I'm an editor is because I don't want to be in front of the camera. So right. So uh, we do have a thing on our Patreon is that once we reach, I think it's $150 in subscribers a month, mm-hmm. we'll start streaming on twitch because i figure eh, for that amount of money (laughs) because i mean first we're gonna have to buy the cameras and stuff true i'm gonna have to hire richard to show me how to set everything up uh
3: yeah it's it's i i I, maybe maybe we should try the patreon first same way and and see if uh if there is a an audience out there for that and uh, then maybe we'll do the same then that would also mean that i would have to clean up the the recording area that we do yeah, exactly <laughs> i'm like
4: uh, i don't have to brush my beard out <laughs> put on a clean shirt every time i don't when well, it's just chris and i i mean we're, he's like i'm wearing pants
3: he, you know it and when i was talking to him he was like he said something about uh usually you got you keep it pretty dark in there but Yeah, now now you've had to throw on lights and stuff like that and it's 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 much different
4: (laughs) oh yeah i I have one lamp that either the lamp broke or the bulbs burn out i'm too lazy to try (laughs) to figure it out so we used to have just that on like pointed against the wall and it's tough doing it totally dark (laughs) right it helps to be able to look at each other when you when you're talking yeah well i mean like you're looking at me now, you can't really see me cuz the mic's right in front of my face. That's true. So, <laughs> when he and I are it's looking through a snakes of cords and <laughs> microphone stands and stuff.
3: Uh so other than uh movies and what whatever it is that you've been entertained entertained by, what is there something else that you would love to do a podcast
4: about? Um I don't know. I I've thought about different things. I don't know that I would ever do anything that's not movie related as a podcast. Uh, I've thought about doing solo shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever done that. I try uh, when we first
3: started it up, I tried to do a solo show and I was like, I can't do this. I can't just sit here and weird, talk. Right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, like I've tried listening to some and I've tried to like kind of plan out some like deep dives into a director or something like that. That. I don't necessarily need to talk to somebody about, but just, you know, like a five, ten minute here's here are my thoughts on the Coen brothers mm-hmm. and why I like them. Uh, but I'm like, nobody's going to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> why would I do that? So like you ever um, listen
3: to uh, Bill Burr's podcast? That's that's what he does. Yeah. He just kind of goes into deep dives about the about whatever the news thing is for that day or that week or something like that and i and i i mean i don't want to say i tried to copy it but i was that's what i tried to do around my first time and i was just like nope i can't do this i can't sit here and just not have
4: someone to bounce stuff off of yeah it's it's just weird (laughs) i mean i'm 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 happy for the people that it works for but it's just not me. I feel I've done a couple of Facebook live streams mm-hmm. uh, trying to, you know, like right before recording to try to get some interaction and have people ask questions. And it's, you know, in a 10 minute live stream, it's nine minutes of me talking to myself <laughs> and I sound like a crazy person. I'm like, nobody's going to listen to that. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would, I would be down to like, Uh, produce and or edit other podcasts Mm. but i don't know that i would be i would want to be talking about other things but who knows i mean i spend so much time talking about movies that it's hard (laughs) to talk about other stuff even when i'm not on the microphone right like uh one of my most common uh, conversation starters is so i was watching youtube the other day and (laughs) (laughs) course, like the joke how i watch more youtube than is teenage daughter <laughs> i mean that's probably true uh i mean there's a lot of content on youtube so
3: i you know i just started watching last night was uh um i don't know if you have a youtube premium account or not but uh this, it was a show that I, I guess now has been canceled but it was called wayne Mm-mm. it has the 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 main star of it is the main star of the movie sing street and i'm, I'm sure you you had to have seen it yeah i saw sing street yeah uh so it, it's all about this he's a boston 16 year old and his life is just particularly tough and he he just gets into a lot of fights but he gets into fights because he finds people are doing something that is particularly uh, uh, immoral kind of thing like you okay. you just don't if you're picking on someone he's going to come try and beat you up kind of thing he's not particularly good at fighting but <laughs> he 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 has a high moral compass i guess is so to speak
4: we're a little vigilante, justice. yes,
3: yeah, exactly. So, it, yeah, the first two episodes I thought were pretty interesting. So, if you
4: get a chance, give it a try. Um, interesting. yeah, most of my YouTube consists of like uh cooking videos nice. or woodworking videos or uh falling asleep while watching a woodworking video and waking <laughs> up, and 1700 woodworking videos have played since then.
3: So, <laughs> um what, what is, has there been one particular thing that you've done for the podcast that you see you've noticed that has uh worked really well f- for getting it out there
4: uh i mean uh, consistency okay i think um there was a time where we just weren't super consistent with our posting and you know because we all have life going on mm-hmm. and this podcast is not it should not be a priority for us i mean it's it's something extra fun that we like to do but i know that the more consistent we are posting weekly the more downloads we get the more engagement we get um and if we disappear for a month uh because i'm on vacation or chris is out of town or whatever then it, you know it takes a while to build that back up
3: yeah that you know that makes sense so uh when well thank you. You know, this has been great. It's been we've been talking for an hour. Uh oh wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> that flew by. Um what's the best place for
4: listeners to be able to either get a hold of you or find the podcast? Uh you can find the podcast at weareentertained.com uh or you can find us on Twitter at entertained cast. And do you want to give out your Twitter handle too, or your oh yeah, I mean I'm at entertained Matt, but it, if you follow me on Twitter, it's gonna be mostly retweets of the show. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you, you, you man. This was fun. No, I have to uh, have you into the uh spare bedroom slash studio next time you're in Phoenix. We'll <laughs> yeah, show together. Totally, I I would love like yeah,
3: I'd I'd love to do that. Um, would you be okay with uh, signing off with me? Yeah, absolutely. All you have to do is say geek out after I say always remember to. So. All right. Uh, I'm at Michipedia on Twitter. Or actually, I'm at G E M on Twitter. GEM stands for Geekly Media. The rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geekly Media Network on our website, geeklymedia.com. But until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek out. out.
0: This concludes our broadcast.
1: Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show?
0: That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground?
0: But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode
1: <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every monday on all major podcast
0: platforms and connect with us on twitter at BlockbusterCast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies